0: Hey everybody, thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Luke Bruger Podcast. Today I want to talk about one key aspect of walking in spiritual authority. And if you can grasp what I want to share today, which I know that you can, I really believe it'll be a major help to you. It'll be a blessing. So before we jump into that, I want to ask you a quick favor. If you could take just a second and like share or subscribe to this podcast. That would be awesome. That would be a huge help to me. So I appreciate you doing that. All right. I want to start in Genesis chapter two. If you happen to have a Bible that you're following along with Genesis chapter two, you're familiar with Genesis chapter one, which is the creation account in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, all of that. Then it starts going day by day what God created on the first day, let there be light, all, all of that. And so we get to Genesis chapter 2 after kind of taking it each day through the creation account, and he sort of wraps things up or kind of summarizes. And in Genesis chapter 2 verse 4, this is from the King James Version, it says, These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth so he's kind of wrapping up or summarizing the creation account and it's it's a little bit strange that he would use the word generations because nobody has been born yet what why is he using the word generations these are the generations god's making the, the heavens and the earth in the new king james version it uses the word history this is the history of the heavens and the earth which is right in terms of it is a history this is telling us what all went on back then but it's not right as far as what that passage of scripture is is saying it's not just saying hey this is the history the young's literal translation uses the word birth this this is the birth so the word generations from the the king james version is right when we understand it almost like a, a genealogy when you when you read a genealogy in the bible uh, there're different places like Matthew chapter 1 and it starts giving the list of names of this guy begat this guy this guy was the son of this guy this guy was the son of this guy that's called a genealogy and what it's saying is th- this guy generated this guy and this guy generated that guy. This came from this. And so that's the way it's being used in in Genesis chapter 2, where it's talking about the way that the earth was generated, the way that it was birthed. It's not just a history. It's how it, how it came about. It was birthed from the spiritual realm or from the heavenly realm. So so the earth, the seen things, the natural realm came from the heavenly or the spiritual realm the spiritual realm birthed it so the the realm that we see the seen realm is the result of the spiritual or the unseen realm so one realm is like a cause agent and the other realm is like the effect one is dictating what comes about in, in the other realm. I know this is simple, but we'll get to some application. And I really think this is significant. I feel like I've seen this differently than how I've, I've seen it before. So let, let me give you one more passage where we can see this this reality, and then we'll jump to some application. Romans chapter 1, verse 20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. So it's talking about God's qualities. We, we can clearly see them. They're clearly seen, even though they're invisible qualities. It mentions his eternal power, his divine nature. It says these are invisible qualities, but we've been able to clearly see what is invisible, how? How? We're able to see them from what was made. So there's a direct link between the spiritual realm and the natural realm. What's what's unseen and what's seen, they're directly linked up. It's like one is a reflection of the other, that the physical realm is a reflection of the realities of the spiritual realm. They're, they're linked together. We know that, that God came first, and so that he is... Uh, The spiritual realm is the initiator of of the physical realm. And it uses the word since. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities have been clearly seen. That word since is not being used in the chronological way. Uh, Like if I were to say, I've I've been here since 8 o'clock this morning. Um, I've been waiting on you since noon. That, that's like uh, a sequential use of the word since. That's not how it's being used here. It's it's like a cause agent or as a result of. So when we use the word since like, uh, since you were so mean to me, I don't like you anymore. The, it's, it's saying because of this, that. That's the way this word since is being used. Not going clear back to creation, but because... Because of creation, because of the way that God created things the the way the whole creation account went down the way God did it we're able to see things that we otherwise couldn't see we can see his qualities we can see we can see his his power because of the way he created things I don't know if you hunt or not, but maybe you've been in the woods and there's no animals around, you can't see any animals, but you see animal tracks in the mud or in the snow. You see you see deer tracks. So even though you can't see the deer, it's invisible, you cannot see it. There are things you can learn and things you can know because of what it created or the impression that it left behind. You, you can know that there was a deer standing right here. There was a deer that walked right through here. You can get an idea of the size of the deer. If they're little tiny deer prints or great big ones, you can know that he was headed in this direction. Even though he's he's completely unseen, he's invisible. But because of something that was was created, it leaves you with understanding that there are things you can know. And so it works similarly with the way that God created things. There's things that, that are a revelation. We can see them because of the way that the spiritual realm impacts the natural realm. So, what is seen was made to be a revelation of what's not seen. So, what is seen is being dictated to, it's dictated by the unseen realm. The physical realm is derived from the spiritual realm, which means, in essence, things in the the natural worldly fleshly physical realm are a slave to the spiritual realm one is dictating what happens in in the other and that's basic on one level but also really profound and important for us to understand the physical is a slave is subject to the spiritual realm so when we have passages like second corinthians chapter five verse seven says we, we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. Or in Galatians chapter 5, where we're told to walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh, that that instruction is not simply just telling us, hey, be good, be religious people. It's It's telling us the realm that we're supposed to live in, we are supposed to live from the realm of authority, the realm that the realm that is dictating the realities of the other realm. That that's how, if we know Jesus, that's how we're supposed to live our lives. We're supposed to live from the the authoritative dictating realm, and we can also understand if I fail to do that, if I don't walk according, uh, walk by faith, if I don't walk according to the spirit, and I choose to walk according to the flesh, or I walk by sight, I walk by natural things. What what I'm doing is I'm subjecting myself, I'm walking in the slave realm. I'm walking in the realm that's really just a, a victim to the spiritual, spiritual forces, which isn't God's desire force. Going back to Deuteronomy chapter 28, we're supposed to be the head and not the tail. Even in that, you can see that God wants his, his people to be people that are making the decisions. They are the ones doing the dictating and the directing, not the tail that's just following along and just kind of being controlled. So walk by faith, not by sight. We're supposed to walk in that walk in that realm. So you can go into a place of, of prayer and when you're praying and you, you know that you're a man or a woman of the spirit, you're, you're making adjustments and changing things when you pray that you know is going to have impact and implications. You're changing things in the natural realm by by operating the way you're supposed to operate in the spiritual realm. I don't know how to do websites uh, to design them, to make changes on them. But I've seen people that know how to do it and they can, you know, uh, if they're working with you on a website, say, hey, you want this moved over here, you want this to be a different color, and they can, they can get back into like the code or whatever's going on behind the scenes that produces the simple, easy-to-use website that, that you typically see. They get back in this, this other layer and they, they can make changes there that manifest when you pull up, pull up the website. It's similar that when we operate in the spiritual realm that we can make changes, uh, use our authority, go to God in prayer, and we're, we're changing things that manifest because the physical is being dictated to by, by the spiritual realm. So with that in mind, let me read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. So he's talking about being carnal. He means fleshly, worldly. Another translation uses the word worldly there. People that walk according to the natural. And he says, because you're natural, fleshly, carnal, you, you are a baby or you're immature. Here, here's how it reads in the Amplified. It says, However, brethren, I could not talk to you as, as, as to spiritual men, but as to non-spiritual men of the flesh, in whom the carnal nature predominates, as to mere infants in the new life in Christ. So when we walk according to the natural, when the, the world and natural things dominate us, he equates that to being a baby or to being immature. You're like a little kid when it comes to the new life, when it comes to serving Jesus. And then in Galatians chapter 4, verse 1, it says this, What I am saying is that as long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, although he owns the whole estate. As long as the heir is a child, he is no different from a slave, although he owns the the whole estate. Even though he, he owns the entire thing, because of his age, because of his maturity, that, that person, they can, they can have it all, but they will live just like a slave until they reach a maturity level. And what they have, even though it's theirs, they can't operate like it's theirs because of their immaturity. So just as, as an example, let's say that, that uh, a family member of mine passed away and left my youngest daughter a car left her a nice car. Well, my youngest daughter's eight years old. So even though legally she might own a vehicle, there's no way in the world that she's going to be driving that thing around, taking her friends to the mall, just joyriding, cruising down the highway. There's no way, even though she has a car, she's going to live exactly like a, a person that doesn't have a car until she matures to a certain level where she can begin begin to make use of it so he he's using this exact illustration it because it applies to us spiritually that there can be things that belong to you that you're not qualified to make to make use of, things that belong to you. And we can apply this in lots of ways. Specifically, we're talking about authority right now. When it comes to spiritual authority, that's something that Jesus said that he gave us. So you can have a believer that has spiritual authority. Legally, they can use the name of Jesus. They can take authority over situations. And e- even though legally that authority is theirs, because of their immaturity, they live like they have no authority. Now, remember what we learned about uh maturity and immaturity from 1 Corinthians chapter 3 he said that people were immature their babies because they were natural because they were fleshly so you are immature when you allow natural things to control you so if we walk in the spirit that's how we become mature that when we walk in the the spirit that's how we walk in the realm where we're we're able to make use of the things that are ours, and it's from that spiritual realm, when we walk in the spirit, that that's the realm that is dictating things to the physical realm, instead of walking in the flesh, which is the realm of, of slavery, or having things dictated to it. So how, how how do we walk in the spirit, and not walk as immature people walking in the flesh? Well, One way, We can find in the same passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let me read those verses again. I'll I'll go a little bit further this time. It says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, Are you not carnal and walking according to man? So he gives us some insight there. He says when there's envy, when there's strife, when there's divisions, aren't you still walking according to the flesh, according to natural things? So where we allow sin in our lives, it's like something that pulls us into the natural realm. In the natural realm is what keeps us immature. Sin is like an anchor that keeps us, keeps us in the natural realm and prevents us from rising into the superior spiritual realm where we're supposed to be walking by faith, walking in the spirit. And so the Bible, Ephesians chapter 4, I'll read from Colossians chapter 3, it's a repeated theme that to walk in this new life, to walk in the new man, to walk in maturity, I've got to get sin out of my out of my life Colossians chapter 3 verse 8 says now is the time to get rid of anger rage malicious behavior slander dirty language don't lie to each other for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him so the way we become like him which is what we're called to do created to be like him is walking in righteousness and holiness. Getting rid of sin in our lives, which is, is very basic or should be very basic, is like severing anchors or sandbags that weigh us down and keep us in the natural, keep us immature. And we walk in righteousness, it allows us to rise and to be mature and make use of what God has given us and operate from the realm that is is dictating things that happen in the in the physical realm, in the natural realm. So if we go back to Genesis, the creation account, it says that when God made people, he made us to be like him. Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness, to have to have dominion. That's the way that you are created, created to be. And in that creation account, what we're seeing to be like God is to be someone who operates from the spiritual realm, but has profound effect on the natural realm. To be like God is to be like someone who's operating in a spiritual realm, but they are, they are creating things, manipulating things, deciding how things are going to be in the physical realm. That's, that's exactly how God wants that to be in your life and in my life, that we would be people who are mature, people who are spiritual, and people who have a, an impact and really decide how things are going to go. You know, physical stuff doesn't happen independently. What's going on in the natural world around us, it's not just happening independent of the spiritual realm, it's being dictated to by the spiritual realm. And when God created man, he gave us a dual nature, that we're not like animals and only physical, and we're not like him, spirit, we we have a a dual nature, so we can operate in one and dictate to the other, and we'll either enjoy using that authority, or we'll suffer the consequences of not using that, that authority. And so so a key aspect of walking in spiritual authority is making sure that you rise to a place of of maturity and you understand that when we walk by faith, walk by faith, walk by the spirit, that that we're operating uh, from the unseen realm impacting the seen realm. Let, Let me read one more passage of scripture. And then we'll pray. Galatians chapter five, starting verse 16, it says, I say then, Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. That these two natures are directly opposed to one another. And the devil wants to constantly get you to give in to your fleshly nature, because by doing that, one of the things that he accomplishes is it's like he's pulling you out of control, pulling you out of that spiritual realm and putting you where you are. You're just a, a victim. And, and really, a victim mentality is a fleshly mentality because you, you are a victim. Things are happening to you. Uh, you're not really in control, and it's a mature spiritual person that loses that victim mentality because they're no longer a victim and they understand the realm that they're called to operate in, the authority that they have, and that's what God wants to bring us to is a level of maturity. But you, you can't have it both ways. That's why it's walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. They are they are contrary to one another. So let, let me pray, let's pray that we'd have grace to walk in holiness and righteousness, to sever whatever anchors we've allowed to to hold us in a place of immaturity and keep us from walking in that spiritual realm, that that authoritative realm that dictates that dictates to the, the physical realm. And also that we'd use that authority wisely to be a blessing and to advance the kingdom of God. So let's pray. Father we love you. I thank you for each person that's that's listening today. And God I, I ask for grace. Lord, a stirring in our hearts, a desire to walk in holiness and righteousness, to not make allowance for sin. Father, that we'd clearly see how it anchors us and keeps us in a a realm of being dominated instead of doing the dominating. Lord, that every attachment to sin, I I sever it now in Jesus' name. I speak freedom. And Father, I pray for insight and understanding that we, we would be like you, spiritual beings that are generating things in the natural that we would be causing effect, creating things, manipulating things in the natural realm for the sake of your kingdom and for your glory. Father, seeing people's bodies healed, seeing marriages restored. Father, help us to see the connection between what happens in the natural realm that's all a result of what's taking place spiritually and you've given us authority in that spiritual realm. Father, I thank you, I praise you, and I speak blessing on each person listening today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for taking time to listen, and we'll see you next time.